Good morning, good afternoon, good night, good evening. Uh, really just a good day overall, a good season overall to be a New England Patriots fan. Um, welcome to episode 18 of Tuck Rule Takes, the best Patriots podcast out there. If you don't know, you will know soon. Um, I'm Mike Sullivan. With me, as always, is Liam McDade. Liam, what's going on? Assaw, dudes. How are we today? We are doing very good, obviously. Like I said, we will get into all the reasons why with the Falcons game, what happened over the weekend that made Pats fans even more happy, and then next week's game too. But we have a guest. Uh, last time you saw him, our, our recurring guest. I believe this. he's our first recurring. No, he's not. He's no, not our Josie. First guest. We first, had Josie. Yeah. He is our second recurring guest. Um, last time you saw him, he was criticizing Josh McDaniels. We'll see Correctly. if he changes tune now. Uh, Maddie, <laughs> Maddie 3T, Maddie 3TB, what's going on, buddy? What's going, what's going on, boy? What's going That's on, what boys? That's right, I'm Maddie a... with the three Ts. Yeah, Maddie with the three Ts. You know, maybe I should <laughs> he's change. He's still so bitter about that. that. He is, listen, yeah. listen I mean, I would when be some thinking. asshole, when some asshole takes my name, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be bitter about it. I'm gonna be bitter about it. I'd, I'd be pissed if somebody I'm, took I'm my name. I'm excited to be here, boys. Good, good, good. Excited you should be. be you were you were the only brave soul who decided to come on because uh, I think everybody, <laughs> honestly, I think everybody's just afraid of uh, of Patriots fans right now because I don't know if um, you guys know it kind of happened a while ago. Seems like the Patriots played forever ago, but uh, Thursday night, twenty five to nothing, goose egg. They beat the Falcons. They went into Atlanta, um, a team that. Uh, does not play very well against the Pats. I think last time they beat him was like 98 or 92 or something like that. Um, some some crazy thing like that. But yeah, it was a uh, shit whipping, um, molly whopping, any other, any other term you want to use. Um, yeah, 25 nothing. Pats are seven and four. Um, I think we got to start where we always start, guys. Mac Jones, 22 or 26, 207, one touchdown, interception as efficient as uh, as you can get, as efficient as you can get in my eyes. Yep. I mean, besides the play, the pick, which was kind of dumb, like, mm-hmm. and I, I don't even, I don't think it's even that bad. Overall, he crushed it. Like, he didn't need to do a whole lot. He didn't do a whole lot. He just took care of the ball and didn't mess anything up. I dig it. There we go. Uh, Maddie, I wanted to ask you, because it took Liam up until actually last week, um, Liam was looking for a virtuoso performance. He was looking for a, um, I don't know, kind of a, uh, you know, that he was looking for the needle in the haystack performance that kind of got him fully, you know, all pumped up, ready to go. Um, what are your kind of thoughts on really just the game and then kind of overall on Mac going on this season? Cause I know, I, I know like um, I've seen you, you know, tweet, talk about it and everything, but let's actually get you on record on wax. So you can talk about it. <laughs> uh, I mean, overall, the game, I mean, it's th- Thursday night game, you know, you have a quick turnaround. You're coming off of a big win against Cleveland. Um, I certainly wasn't expecting another kind of like game like that on a, sh- on a short week. Um, you know, simple 20, 25-9. You can't ask for anything else from that um, offensive side of the ball. Not the world's greatest, but, again, short week. Defense really kind of just car- carried the thing. That's, you know, what a Bill Belichick team is. It's defense most likely is always going to be better than the offense. Yeah. Um as for as for the quarterback of the team, uh, Mac Jones, um, I a few weeks ago I declared this on another podcast, but I'm you I'm on the Mac train. Declared I, I, it. I, I I declared it. I'm on the Mac train. Uh, yeah, I'm, choo I'm, choo. I'm, <laughs> I'm officially on there. I'm I'm on there. Um, Welcome. 
I know. Mike's been driving this train. I have been. I have. uh, Yeah, I got the. I was. I was putting the coal in the engine. I was doing everything. I had the big hat on. I was waving people on the train. (laughs) Come on, let's go. All aboard! All aboard! I've been. um, I've been thoroughly impressed from what I've seen from him this year. I Mm -hmm. honestly like. I'm removing my original bias about him. Um, Aside for that, putting that aside, was not expecting him to overall be the best rookie quarterback in this draft class. I like far and away, not, not even close. I don't think was not expecting this. This at all from him. I thought mm-hmm. I thought it would le- at least be a closer race. I figured even though I hate him, I figured Trevor Lawrence would be up there or Justin Fields. I figured one of them would be right I there. Fields. So I thought so Fields. yeah, so I, I it would be Fields a debate. Too. But there's no debate. And it's like you said it. Obviously Mike's been uh the conductor of the Polar Express. I just got on the train last week and mm-hmm. Matty B's apparently been on it for some time now. Now we're uh, two, all on the same two, train. Three weeks. Yep. Yeah, two, three Where, weeks. It's, it's tough not to. I mean, like you said, I don't think um I think obviously all Pats fans, you know, kind of whether it was your faith in Belichick or just kind of what you saw in college. For me, it was all faith in Belichick because I don't yeah, watch college mine football. Too. Um, at all, you know, I'll, I'll pay attention towards draft time just so I kind of am somewhat knowledgeable about it, but, um, I don't think any Patriots fan in their heart of hearts, realistically taking your, you know, blind, whatever out of it. I don't think anybody thought that he was going to be leaps and bounds ahead of fields, Lawrence, Trey Lance. Um, I don't know, Zach Wilson. Uh, Well, no, actually, no. No, I think everybody thought he was going to be better than Zach Wilson, just purely because Zach Wilson's on the Jets. And that sucks for him. Uh, Yeah, I I personally, I thought that Fields, uh, I thought Lawrence was going to put up a shit ton of stats just because I I, I just thought that was what his year was going to be. And then I thought that Fields was going to be the one that was actually the better quarterback because I didn't think the Bears were going to suck like they do. But um, they do. So they do. You are on the Mac Jones train though, right? Because I know when the season started, I know there was still some, there was still some residual Cam Newton love that was still, you know, I feel like it was putting up a barrier. I feel like it was putting up a barrier. I've always been a, um, I mean, I was a Cam Newton fan, like back in his Auburn days. Mm -hmm. So I'm an Auburn football fan too myself. So it's like, I was so unfortunate. I, I know, trust me. I know. But, uh, you know, I was overjoyed when, when, you know, when one of my favorite players is on my favorite team. Of course, I'm going to root for him no matter what. But, you know, he just, unfortunately, just things didn't work out here. Um, I've accepted it. I've moved on. A lot of people online like to, you know, remind me of yeah. my past as if I've, like, forgotten about it for some reason. But, you know, I'm not going to forget that. But, <laughs> you know, I am on I am on the I am on the Mac train. He's been he's been unbelievable this year. And I really hope this isn't something where it's like an unforgettable rookie year. And then it's downhill after that. I do not want that at all. I really hope it's no, just, just he keeps keep going and going and going and going with it. See, not going to say he's going to be like he's not saying he's the next Brady or anything like no, that. But I no, hope that's, that's solid court. But that's all. That's all you hear though. If you're going to compare that's all him to anyone, hear, that's, that's, honestly, that's the only comparison you're ever going to get from. I mean, he kind of because of the team he plays for. Exactly. He plays and like the a, way he plays. He's playing like Brady did when they first brought him over, and I think. Um, I think with, with Mac Jones, I don't think we're going to get that. Cause I was thinking that too, Maddie, I was like, fuck, he's having like a really good, a really good rookie year. Like what happens if the second, you know, a sophomore slump, this and that, I don't mm-hmm. think that's going to happen because if we're just looking statistical and just kind of looking at him playing, he, it doesn't look like he's, he's not, 
he's not blowing you away. What he's doing can easily be replicated and continued. I think that's the thing. You know, I don't think that he's having like this crazy season where he's playing, you know, you know, outside of his, you know, comforts outside of his shoes, all this stuff. Like, I think he's kind this is kind of who he is. You know, he, he's still going to have dips and valleys like all quarterbacks do, but I, I don't, I don't think we're going to get that big sophomore slump. Um, Cause again, he's not one of the quarterbacks like, um, like Jalen hurts or any of your other more, you know, Kyler Murray's athletic quarterbacks that rely on their talent and skill uh, or, or that you're that supremely talented. Cause at some point Kyler Murray is not going to be able to run faster than everybody. At some point, Jalen hurts, isn't going to be able to run faster than everybody. Lamar Jackson is starting to see that where once teams figure him out or, or can at least slow him down running, he now has to advance his game. There's really, none of that that Mac Jones has to to do I mean and not I mean obviously he has to advance his game but you know it's not one of those things where he's um you know athletically blowing everybody away I think he's just he's learning how to play the quarterback position which is what we've seen the last 20 years with Brady and you know like you said I don't think I I mean I hope but I obviously this isn't going to be the next Brady but I have, I have no complaints. I have no complaints about Matt Jones so far. We start with him every week just because, you know, that's the lightning rod of the season. He's kind of the big thing. Like, like I said, Liam, I think we said this last episode, the week before it's getting boring starting with him because it's just efficient as hell. It's becoming so consistent. Like even our, our biggest mistake now is becoming, well, he threw a pick. He threw a pick, one pick. That's about it. And, And we're always like, well, you definitely shouldn't have done that. But no. most of the time, no, he's got it wasn't two the world's greatest throw. No, no, no. no. I think he, he, he underthrew it, and the rookie made a good play on it. Yeah, like, yeah. Happens. He tried to look him off, and then it looked like he didn't really do it as good because we've yeah. seen him look off corners and safeties before. He didn't really do it as well. But that's a and, mistake I've seen Drew yeah. Breeze make many mm-hmm. times. Like it's just yeah. going to happen. So I'll like, chalk it up to him Brady being a rookie, and that. I think it would happen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, yep. I just think that kind of happens. But as you were saying, there's, I think there's a lot of pressure on Mac going forward because he's such a one-dimensional, Terry apart from the pocket, pocket passer. Mm-hmm. That's like you, he's not going to be a Jalen Hurts where he's extending stuff with his legs. He doesn't have to worry about what Mahomes does, where even if he's outside of the pocket, he's always got to work on his vision downfield. Mm-hmm. Mac's not really that type of guy. Even Brady can move around the pocket a little bit, finagle his feet. Mac Jones, we've seen it from him, but for the most part, the ball's out in seconds. He's not bothering. Yeah. He's not playing around. He's not trying to juke any of these 300 pound guys. The ball's just coming out. So that's going to put a lot of pressure on him to improve his game in incremental small manners. Cause this is kind of the game that he's going to be playing the rest of his career. Mm-hmm. He's not developing anything. Mike Vick early in his career. We're like, all right, well maybe he could slide a little bit more when he runs blah, blah, blah. Maybe he could take care of the ball with Mac. It's like, he's showing so many good, so many good things that, we're kind of nitpicking here, and there's going to be a lot of pressure on him just to improve on the small things that he's got to do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's which is a good it's, problem to have. It's a, it's a first exactly. world problem if I've ever heard of it. Yeah, because he's not. I mean, he's. I mean, the Patriots, by the way, are in the midst of a five-game winning streak. And I just, I, I just came across this. I was just kind of pulling up some stats from the game. I, I took. I was telling Maddie before we started. I took a screenshot of some kind of crazy stats that are going on right now with this season in the Pats five-game win streak. Let me just, let me just rattle just like a couple off, just so we can kind of get you know really excited as we start to dive into this. Um, in the last 116 minutes of game action of game time, the so Pats. Random have outscored their opponents 70 to nothing 
70 to nothing, which I think is the last seven quarters. I think two is what it comes down to. I think there's a stat there too. We move on. The Patriots have held their opponents to single digit points in three straight games for the first time since 05. Do you want to know the last three teams that did that? The last three teams that held in their opposition to, um, to uh, single digit points in three straight games, they all went to the Super Bowl. They all went to the Super Bowl. The 49ers, 2000s Ravens. It was the 49ers. I don't remember if I got it. It was the 49ers, the Packers, and uh, it was another team. I forget who. Ravens. It it might have been the Ravens. I forget. But that is how good your defense is playing. Uh, Pats have gone over 100 yards rushing as a team for the seventh straight game. First time that's happened since 2012. So I'd say that's pretty good. Probably the best running back room in the league, if you ask me. Um, The Patriots defense. Let's bring them back up because I think they've been playing better than the offense. Clearly uh, Patriots defense hasn't allowed a point in 19 consecutive possessions. Disgusting. That's, That's wild. Gross. It doesn't matter who you're playing. That is wild. Um, Patriots have outscored. We all saw this stat one seven. They've outscored their opponents. 175 to 50. Uh, yep. The defense have allowed, has allowed zero seven and six points in the last three games. That's how they've been kicking ass. Um, Patriots picked off three QBs, which was awesome. First time that's happened in 21 years, which uh, I thought that that was, I thought, I thought we were watching a replay of the pick that happened late in that game because that was just bananas. Um, This one, which I think is going to help once you start moving on in the season, over the last four games, the pass defense has pressured opposing quarterbacks 48.5% of their dropbacks. So on almost half of all their dropbacks, they're getting pressured somehow. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. They're just, that's what's happening. Um, What was, oh, yep. This was a good one. Pass defense. Um, It's like some weird trope that people have thought that the pass defense, like can't tackle, that they miss tackles here and there. Um, Pass defense missed, they've missed one, they missed one tackle in the Falcons game. 52 defensive snaps. They missed one tackle. One tackle. Yeah. Yeah. That's obscene. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, it's impressive. I think there was something too um, where the the Pats defense has scored more points than um, than like some of their opposition or something like that. Basically, the Patriots are fucking back. Is is kind of what I am, what I'm trying to get to there. Um, and I think a big part of that is the running game. Like I said, with the three guys, Stevenson, Harris, and uh, Bolden too. They all had good games against the Falcons. Um, I think. Liam, has your opinion changed? Because I think last time we spoke, and Maddie, I want to get your opinion too. Um, mm-hmm. Would you kind of gun to your head? You taking Stevenson or Damian Harris? This is a great problem to have too, by the way. You can only have one. The other one gets shipped off to Antarctica or Detroit or God knows where. Or it just goes on the IR. I mean, you don't have to send them anywhere. Send them to Madagascar. I like the dramatic effect though. Azerbaijan. <laughs> The one you don't choose is being shipped off to Azerbaijan. Bajan. Bajan. <laughs> Stevenson or Harris? It's, it's not an easy question. I think no. I have my answer. I think Liam has his too. I think you might be the tiebreaker. Well, am I answering first? Oh, yes. yeah. It's all you. All the pressure's on oh, you. Oh, shit. shit. All right. I thought you were just thinking um, this whole time. I was like, man, this is ripping him apart. Yeah, so. yeah, me too. I thought he was putting in work. Meantime, he's just sitting there staring at us. No, I was honestly thinking. He's like twitching. He's like, I don't know who to pick. <laughs> like from Drake and Josh to Josh 
Twitch yes. like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. Here's the here's the thing. Like they're just both different running backs. That's the yeah. thing. It's very difficult. Yeah. They're they're very they're very different, but very but like similar too, which is the which is the difficult part. I'm gonna give a slight edge to Stevenson just because he oh. is. A, here's the thing. Here's the thing. No, 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 no. Here's the thing, Mike. Here's the thing. Trade, trade. You, you dumb boy. No, no, no. Mike, 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 Mike. Here's the thing. Mike, 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 Mike. Right. Oh, yeah. I haven't heard that before. I haven't heard that before. <laughs> back, 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 back. Stevenson is more of a power back than Harris is. That's my my opinion. In my opinion. You think so? I th- See, I, well, actually. I think so. I honestly think so. And they're plus power backs in different ways. I don't think that's controversial or debatable. No, but uh, yeah. but did you see? He runs downhill. He's a downhill runner. That's but so does Harris though. Harris runs over. See, that's well, the thing. They're both so similar. Yeah, but when Stevenson is in the open field, game over. You're not going to catch him. Or oh, or that's he's a just going to. Or or is always running. Or yeah, yeah. Or he's or he or he's just going to stiff arm the shit out of you. It's I one of the stiff other. arms. See, see, I, I think I think that's the difference. That's, Stevenson. That, so pick stiff one. Arms, Who are you Harris taking for the rest of your life? He said Stevenson. He said. Stevenson. But no, he said he, he said he's leaning towards Stevenson. Is that your final answer? You're yeah, gonna have gonna Stevenson and Steven. holy I'm gonna, Stevenson. I'm gonna roll with Stevenson because I think he has more of a skill set than Harris does. But now he, you know, he's only a rookie. I could be completely wrong by this. Well, I mean, we're Who just knows? assuming Maybe. that they're gonna that they're gonna pan out. I can just see it now. I can see it in the headlines. Maddie B says Damian Harris is useless. Ramondre Stevenson is the future. I'm gonna start. Yeah, I'm gonna start uh, all yeah, the. Uh, uh, I'm gonna yeah, start all the drama. Yeah, yep. The Twitter police is gonna come. Yeah. To me. Oh, <laughs> yep. But oh, you're being monitored by like, by like a hair. Stevenson by like a hair. That's the yeah. thing. I think it's not. by a hair. That's the that's the thing with these guys. They're both. You can't really go wrong picking them. Now, the only – now, I don't know if I necessarily agree because I've – because watching Damian Harris play when he's healthy, except for obviously the one game he wasn't playing, he wasn't healthy. When he's on the field, he does run into contact. He runs through guys. There's a yeah. lot of times he's – but the, oh, the, yeah. one, the one way that I would – the only reason that I would even consider picking – Stevenson over Harris because when it comes to them actually running the ball, I kind of I kind of picture it as a wash. They both run kind of different but kind of similar. They're both very good at running. Stevenson, I think, can catch the ball a little better than Harris. I think that's kind of what they're what they're saying that he can do yeah. and all that. Either way, it's a it's a it's a fun issue to have because you it take is. out you take out Damian Harris, you put in Stevenson. People are like, oh, okay, we're not going to get ran over by Harris anymore. No, 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 you're going to get stiff armed by Stevenson now. So it's like. Either either you get one guy that lowers the shoulder, or you get one guy that tries to make you miss, but also just grabs you and pushes you into the ground. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think like, it has to be so co-exclusive though. Like just because Stevenson's a bruiser doesn't mean Harris isn't so much. No, they both are. Stevenson's like uh, if you remember Chris Johnson his rookie year, they had mm-hmm. Lendale White, so he was slash and dash. Chris Johnson was slash. Mm-hmm. He was slash. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, no, yeah, dash. yep. Yeah, so uh, Lendale was slash, and uh, Chris Johnson. CJ two K was dash. Kind of like this, where it's like Ramondre is just that up the middle kind of guy where you're just going to wear down the defense, and you don't expect him to get big runs. Like Legarrette Blunt was not the guy you expected to get big no, runs. He, he would wear you, down. but he did. But no, yep. but he would, especially against the Colts. It was almost always a long run. But like mm-hmm. Ramondre is just to wear the defense down. Damian Harris is the guy in the open field that can make those moves and take it the distance. I think 
Harris is a bruiser, but obviously he's not like a power back like Ramondre is. He's more like a Willis McGahee where it's, it's stiff arms. He'll run yeah, into the dude. Yeah. Running back's a very physical position. Yep. So he's he's looking to break the line and then get to open space. Ramondre's breaking the line and looking for the weakest dude to hit to, to open hit. up space to go yep. to the next one. So mm-hmm. I just think they're different styles of runners. And Ramondre is more all around He's got it. The hands are there. He could catch a brick thrown off the mm-hmm. Empire State Building with ease. This dude's hands are made of gold. Okay. And I just think long-term, it makes too much sense not to go with Stevenson. And that's where it comes in, where it's almost a clear-cut option where you go with Stevenson. We're going to run the, ro- the rock. We're going to bust the wheels off of Damian Harris. Mm-hmm. And I think we trade him. I think we get rid of him. Like any other running back, we saw what the Cowboys did with DeMarco Murray. They ran him, and they ran him, and they ran him. And then they sent him to the Eagles when he was shit. They used up everything they needed from him, got assets from him, got him out of there. I see the Patriots doing that exact same thing with Harris for the rest of the season. He's going to be that guy. He had, what, five straight games with a touchdown, two in one game. So he they're going to use him a lot. Stevenson's not going to get the bulk of the carries this year but he's our back going forward. So they have, I just looked it up. They have Harris until the end of 2022. So it's kind of, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, do you, cause like getting that, getting that second contract, getting that, you know, all important, you know, um, uh, second contract from the Pats doesn't happen that much. So I don't know with any team. It's, it's just not the NFL anymore. Running backs are undervalued and it's a shame unless you're of course, Derek Henry, Christian McCaffrey, D- Dalvin Cook. Those guys are going to be locked down for a while. Apparently, Ezekiel Elliott's on that list. But um, <laughs> it's just uh, it's just the modern league. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, – I see, I would like if you could have him for – instead of one more year, maybe two or three, and then or, – or just two. I see, I don't know. You know, again, it, it's old, going to be interesting to see he? what they do. The, inf- the infamous number is 30 is where the, all the running backs except for Frank. He's Gore, like 25. He's, he's, he's yeah, like okay, 25 so or 26. He's got plenty right of time. So, yeah, yeah, he's got time. Stevenson's a couple of years younger because yeah. uh, Harris came in in 19. Um, and then Stevenson obviously just came in this year. So, I don't but know. It, I think so, you, so, he has another year on his contract after 2022. This. Yep. 20, and then he's an unrestricted free agent in 2023. So, they okay. might pick so, him up there. So, he might. I, then after 2023, I think he's gone. And I think you keep Stevenson. See, I'm calling it right now. They get rid of him this offseason, trade him, because some team's going to give up more assets if they have him locked down for a they year. Might, if they, they if might. If it's just a rental and they have him for that season, then he's a free agent. You don't give up as many assets. If he yeah. has – I don't know exactly how many touchdowns he has this year. It's definitely like six or like seven. like six or seven, I think, yeah. Seven, yeah. yeah. But I say he finishes this year with ten, high value, mm-hmm. and then we ship him out. Harris doesn't have a player option, does he? No. Um, I exited it out. I do not. I mean, Bill. Bill wouldn't give a player <laughs> option to Damian No, it's Harris. his. It's his. It's his rookie. It's his rookie contract anyway. So it's probably a team yeah. option for the fifth year. And mm. um, I don't know. I think. I think you pick that up and then you trade them either mid. See, I don't see the way I see it. If the Pats are going to go with this um, more of a ground and pound type of an type of an offense, you might want to try to again. It's all. It's all going to come down to what he gets on the market. What his. What it comes down to, but. I don't know. I think if, if they want to keep this, this running attack kind of being their number one option, can't hurt to try to keep them both for as long as possible. But um, 
I don't know. Again, that's a, that's an issue. That's that, that's a problem we might not even we might not even have to face. So who knows? Um, but yeah, by the way, Stevenson had 69 yards against the Falcons. Nice. Uh, Damian Harris. Damian Harris had 56. So they're right there. Um, you know, it's a it's an awesome thing. And I think I believe the way the Patriots are going to kind of carve their path here, they're just going to bully you and be I, Matt, Ju, Matthew Judon said it after the Falcons game. He said, they, he said, we want to be the assholes on the field. I, I think they're it. just going to bully you and manhandle you and just throw you around the field. And as the season starts to progress, you got to come to Foxborough when it's cold, you're going places where it's cold. No one's going to want to have to try to tackle Stevenson Harris. Uh, you even throw Bolden in there too. Um, you know, this offensive line is just going to, it, it, they love pushing people around. It seems so. I'm, uh, and it shows with any team that they played. Mm-hmm, Matt Ryan will use the last team as an example because that's fresh in everyone's memory. Matt Ryan's a bit of a gunslinger. He's not like Brett Favre where he's going to sling it into triple coverage a lot, but like he's going to put the ball in harm's way. Mm-hmm. But four picks and a lot of those picks were just pressure picks, a lot going on where the Patriots were able to disrupt their offense. That Devin McCourty pick, no one was around. That's not a play that Matt Ryan makes if he's not under pressure, if he's not feeling, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're coming after me. He has yeah. Judon on his mind. He has Barmore coming up the middle. Devin Godshow was killing it as well. Killing There's it. just all these guys. These Carl dogs. Davis comes out of nowhere, yeah. who, who Belichick oh signed God. in the offseason. Yep. It's terrifying. I mean, he snaps the ball and boom, right out the gate. It's like a dog race. They're coming after you. And immediately, like, you got to get that ball out so quick. It whatever play they have written up is immediately like he's looking at the short route. He's trying to yeah. get that ball out and Check he, down. Made so, he made so many mistakes. And I don't believe those are mistakes that, you know, a former MVP and Matt Ryan makes those are just products of what this Patriots defense is doing to other teams, quarterbacks. And we've seen it, it in the worst case, they destroyed the rookie Zach Wilson, like mm-hmm. destroyed his, he had four picks too. And Killed he, him. yeah. <laughs> And he's just like out there. He must feel like he can't do anything right. He's a rookie just trying to get a start, just trying to figure out the league. And he's like, dude, I can't do anything right against this team. And then you have former MVPs that are also like, oh, my God. He's like, Everywhere I throw it, there's a dude to get it. J.C. Jackson, by an inch, would have had a pick six if he didn't yep. step out of bounds. Oh, like there's, so there's, no, there's nothing these opposing quarterbacks can do right against this Patriots defense. And it must be the most frustrating thing in the world. From the top-level quarterbacks to the rookies, we're giving them the same pressure, the same work. Baker Mayfield went through quarterback hell coming to Foxborough. Quarterback hell. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, Mayfield's never played well against Patriots. No, he hasn't. No. But, like, most quarterbacks have it. Like, Patty Mahomes struggles mightily against the Patriots. I went Tom to the Brady had a bad game against didn't the struggle. Yeah, exactly. Everyone does. And it's just... He Bill does that to opposing quarterbacks. He's going to find your weakness. He's going to exploit you. You're going to have a long day. If you have anything less than two picks against the Patriots, that's a fucking win. Mm-hmm. He yeah. probably already figured out Tannehill. And it's only Monday, it's Monday night at 745. He definitely oh, he, already he figured out Tannehill when he was in the same division like yeah, three years ago. He's not worried about that. Geez. So we're gonna we'll we'll dive a little bit more into that after, but dude, t- where the no, it's he's still you, know, you, know, you guys know what I meant by that. Though. He's still no, oh yeah, no, he has because yeah. he you think that's about what I'm saying every he's quarter got 10 days, he's got 10 like, days to figure out how to shut it down. Yeah, no, yeah. they um Matt Ryan, by the way, only a hundred or um the Falcons in general. I'm sure you guys saw it too. 
buck yeah. 65. That's all they had on offense. I do not Delicious. care who you are playing. And this is the Falcons. This isn't the Jets or the Lions or some shit team. Falcons aren't a great team, but let's not act like, you know, they're a, they're a team that, you know, should be, you know, kicked down the road. You know, they can no. still put up wins um, to hold them to a buck 65. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like you said, everybody showed up. Junon, uh, Kyle Van Noy, Barmore, Lawrence Guy, everybody. Everybody showed up um, that game. Oh, yeah. Van Noy, Van Noy showed up so much that he oh. got a random drug test the next day. Oh, as, as he should. Hilarious. Here, I, that dude had his Wheaties that morning. Every every play he made was big. It was a turnover. <laughs> it was an interception. That Two sacks and a pick six. That's couldn't bad. do any wrong at all. Mm-hmm. And it's just – it's a clear trend. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh, it's ridiculous. Um, I don't – do you – I'm, I'm good with the game. I, I'm going to pick my MVP soon. Do you guys have anything else you want to bring up about this Falcons game? It happened on Thursday. I feel like everybody forgot how crazy and how really, if we're being honest, boring this game was if you weren't a Pats fan because yeah. it was just – I was bored and I am a Pats fan. It was 13 it nothing and it felt like it was 45 to zip. Like yeah. I was oh, like, yeah. this is – this because in my head I'm like, oh, like are the Falcons hanging around? I'm like – not really. This is just a sloppy Thursday night game. And, and see, I thought the Falcons would hold on. Me trying to go into like a better – I didn't bet with my fandom. I bet with a better perspective. I got the Falcons to lose by 12 or less. And I was like, uh, if, you, if you're taking – I lost, apparently. Yeah. But um, <laughs> if, if you're looking at – if you're categorizing this Falcons team, are they an offensive team or a defensive team? They're an offensive team. Yeah. Obviously, they're not a very good one, but if you had to throw them in a category, they're an offensive team. They got weapons on offense. And they Matt Ryan looks so frustrated out there. Everyone, I'm sure everyone who wasn't a pass fan was just waiting. If they get one touchdown, the game was always in reach until the basically the mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Yeah. So everyone's like, if they just get one touchdown, maybe they can get on the board. And I was along with the rest of America. Like, I know the Falcons are going to eventually score. Yeah. And then boom it just constantly quicksand like lower and lower the more they struggle the deeper they sink and then you throw yeah you throw the backup in josh rosen throws a pick six it's like oh my god get him out they bring the third string guy in he throws a pick you're like oh Oh, my god i didn't even know felipe franks was in the nfl like when i saw that name i was like wow that's a name they didn't even give you enough time to they didn't even have enough time to say that it was someone other than josh rosen it was yeah. just all of a sudden another pick. And it was yeah, like, yeah. What, what am what am I watching? Like this Felipe Franks drops up. Oh, never mind. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like I'm sure they had a cute little package to talk about. I'm like, oh, you know, this and that. Nope. Just pick that's the it. University of which, Florida. Blah, blah, blah. Which I think, by the way, that that's kind of bullshit that the Falcons put in front. Just keep Rosen in. You don't have to put in Felipe Franks. His first pass of his life is a pick. Just keep don't why? What was the what was the point? Like what what are, are you afraid you're gonna hurt Josh Rosen's confidence? Let, I'm pretty sure his confidence <laughs> is shot. Yeah. Just, just what he said he was gonna get more titles than Brady. That was hilarious. Yeah, well, you know, I also thought the Pats were gonna try to trade for Rosen when Brady was leaving. So I did too. Uh, I think I think a lot of us did, but I had everyone, I had the weirdest everyone. scenarios going through my mind. I was thinking um, Alex Smith. I was thinking Andy Dalton. I was thinking Matt Stafford. I was going through the list. I was I, I was thinking yeah. I thought Matt Matt Stafford. I did not think Cam Newton um, at all. Was he was not on my. He was not on my I, list. It came out. I don't of think a lot of people thought Cam Newton was not on my radar either when Brady left. 
Uh, not on my radar. I, <laughs> I was like, sign him. I was like, get this man. I'd sign him to a max. All right. Well, I mean, since since we brought up before before we pick our game MVP, since you know Cam Newton got brought up, um, he did return. He did. Uh, he had a good game, but the but I see you guys putting your hands up. Yeah, bask in um, the glory, Maddie B. Let's I go. mean, I mean, he's he's still lost, so I don't really know what glory God, you guys are basking in. Awesome but did you? <laughs> they didn't lose because of him. They did not lose because of him. Which um, oh, absolutely if, not. If, if anyone's gonna try to say that, they're wrong. But their defense at the end of the day, the it is still time of possession yeah. says the whole story. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. still it's still lost. He had the nice touchdown pass to McCaffrey um, and the nice twenty-four yard scramble. Yeah. Yeah, he had a nice had pass that. to DJ Moore too for a touchdown. Yep. Yeah, he's not. Um, That's my he's, quarter. I mean, you can't help but be happy for him if you're a Pats fan or really just anybody. Um, he should have never left. They Panthers should have never left. Let him go. I yeah, think, that I was think. a whole. That was a whole thing. That was we'd, a be un, we'd be undefeated if we Cam Newton right now. Can you can you repeat yourself? Yeah, one more time. Patriots currently at the moment would have no marks in their loss column if Cameron Jarrell Newton was under center for them. Not one loss, not one, not a single loss. and might not have even been close. I don't know if any game would have finished within a touchdown margin. Not one. I stand by that. That quote's going to be on my grave. Um, so I think if you're watching on YouTube, Matty B just dipped because of that nonsense. It, he's he, a it's right nonsense. He's a Cam Newton fan. I don't know what he's talking um, about. So Mike, I'm on your side on this um, one. So I don't Greedish. I don't think there's I don't think there's sides. I just think there is not a no, chance I'm on your side hell. On there's not a chance in hell that the Patriots are undefeated if Cam Newton is there. There's not even a chance that the Patriots have seven wins if Cam Newton is the quarterback. All right, I'm not gonna go that far. Right, I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna go, go that, that far. far. I'm not. I really do. No, this isn't a no. facade. You are truly no. telling me right now. Liam. Okay, Liam. Liam, the Saints straight up outplayed the Patriots on offense, on defense, and Sean Payton, he outcoached Belichick that day. He did. That's a that's a loss. That Miami game, you know, Damian Harris fumbled that game away, literally. That's a loss. Yep. I mean, I mean, freaking – Matt Corral from Ole Miss could probably beat the Jets right now. That that's how bad the Jets are. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. so, the, so they're like eight, nine, and oh, whatever. Whatever. No, okay, no, no. They lose. They lose to the Bucks. They lose to the Bucks because because uh, Belichick still would have made that decision. Bucks still would have. The Pats still would have missed the missed the kick. Mm-hmm. Um, that's right. I think I think the Cowboys still beat them because that event that was a shootout towards the end. So I don't yeah. think having Cam Newton there helps at all because at the end of the day the defense kind of let down. No, it doesn't. Cam Newton was not good here. But but, but you're yes, he wasn't good last year. But it was a completely. And he different still team. couldn't figure out the. He, he was, was still having issues figuring out the playbook. And I'm, so, I, I, so I don't I don't a, subscribe whole, to the Mac Jones was teaching him the playbook. By the way, no no no. no, no, no I'm no, just no, saying that's yeah. preposterous. But with yeah. a whole preseason and then season to learn the playbook, he would have been much better this year. There's not a He definitely would have been better. He definitely would have been better, but I don't think he would have been better than Matt Jones is right now in this system. I th- he I would have been definitely better. would. He would have. He 100% would have been better. No. Would they be undefeated? Absolutely no. not. Would they have around? Se- I'll no. say How around. How is a rookie points? not going to be better than a no. former MVP and a 10 year pro? Yeah, but his pass has nothing to do with what's going on now, though. You know what I mean? But- but it, those are accolades that he's proven himself. In yeah, the league. He's yeah those are great accolades. Again. He made but it to the Super Bowl like, like five, six, seven years well. ago. That's awesome. Still playing well. If, if now, they, no, I, get it. I get it. I get it. Update your resume. I get it. 
But yeah. last year, if you if you weren't a diehard watching every game Pats fan, most people couldn't name the Patriots receivers. Most likely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Most likely, but again, the see, see that goes to the whole other thing where I think it was the a lot of the decision. Which again, Cam Newton even said this, and I think everybody said it too. He didn't have a good grasp of the offense, so it wasn't even really who he was playing with. It was really just he wasn't he wasn't grasp he wasn't making the right decisions, the right calls. And it's a notoriously tough offense. Yeah, so that's why, even though he may be Cam Newton, is obviously the more. See, see, I hate having this conversation. Is he more talented? Is he better? Whatever. Cam Newton is Cam Newton. Mac Jones is Mac Jones. I don't think in this Patriots offense, Cam Newton is going to be or would be better than Mac Jones. There are there are throws, there are plays, there are decisions that I saw Mac Jones make that just I don't believe that Cam Newton can make. I'll never get proved right or wrong because obviously we won't see it. It, But from what I saw and just from how he already said that how he was still trying to figure out how to grasp the offense. I don't think that he is better than Mac Jones in this offense. Not saying that he sucks because he's no, good. I know. But. I know. Maybe Cam doesn't have the touch or the decision making on mm-hmm. some of his throws, but what he lacks there, he makes up with with like ten rushing touchdowns, and he gets more points on the board. Yeah, he and had that he, last year too, though. Yes, but he didn't have the passing stats because our passing game was terrible. Now we have completely revamped the team. No, because we didn't Not have anyone. He was no. throwing to he was throwing to Matt Lacoste. No, he wasn't. Practice he squad. actually was not. <laughs> he was not. Nobody was throwing to Matt Lacoste last season. You're, you're right. But Matt Lacoste was starting. <laughs> I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. He definitely was was given a uh, was given a shit hand. But even even like watching people break down the plays and his play and everything, he was still missing guy. He still wasn't. And again, it's not I, I'm not it's not really an indictment on him. It's just saying that he. I don't think it would have mattered who he had last season. I think he just wasn't, he didn't have enough time to grasp the offense. And I think right now, I think Mac Jones grasped the offense quicker just because he probably doesn't have any bad tendencies to fall into. He's coming from a Nick Saban offense, things like that. He just grasped the offense better. And he's younger. There's more upside. Like, yeah, obviously you're yeah, going to get the same reason I said Ramondre Stevenson, you go with the young guy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I just I just don't think that Cam Newton would be he he is not a fit for this offense just because you just you it have just to work out here. It's there's simple. too much. Yeah, yeah, there's just too much. It's not saying that Cam is a bad quarterback. I mean, he he's proving now that he's not. He's just players don't fit in the Patriots system. I mean, look at Chad Ochocinco. Uh Reggie Wayne retired because he came here and didn't yep. like it. So I Albert mean, Haynes, Albert another Haynes, name that everyone yeah, forgets yeah. was here. So yeah, many was players just can't come here and don't work. Um, and I think, I think that would have been Cam Newton. Your statement that they would have been undefeated is blasphemous. As a nine, as a 10, as a 20. <laughs> it is <laughs> nonsense, sir. It's the hell I'm willing nonsense. to die on. It is. I'll, I'll defend this till my last day. When I'm uh, old you and will senile, lose. I'll, you I'll will gather lose. my grandkids around and I'll be like, listen here. And you'll lie to when, them. when Cam Newton was on the Patriots, uh, he, the finest quarterback to ever touch the You're going to lie to your grandkids. Turf. No, I'm not. I'm going to tell innocent them grandkids are going to look at you and be like, oh, Papa Liam, whatever you want to be called. Grandpa Liam, Mima, Nina, I don't care. Unk. Unk. Oh, Unk. We're going to call you Unk. Unk. Um, they are going to call me Unk. Yeah, no. Uh, my, <laughs> but, my, friend's, my friend's son already calls me Unk. Oh God. Well, okay. Shannon Sharp. Oh, um, so yeah, we've, we've that, spent, that's a conversation for after <laughs> we spent far too much time on Cam Newton. Um, good for him. He won Panthers still lost. Uh, I hope the Panthers lose every game they play because I hate Brian Burns um, has nothing to do with Cam. Do not like Brian Burns. Uh, I hope someone grabs his ankle every single game. Um, 
My by, the, by the way, by the way, Michael, Michael <laughs> before before, um, before we move on, did you see that? I, I don't remember if it was Burns or someone else on the Panthers defense that just like had like Taylor, not yeah, Taylor Heineke, like 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 just Burns almost had him. snapped in half basically. Burns did had you him see around that? the waist. Yeah, Burns tackled yeah. him around yeah, the waist. Yeah, he's yep. complaining about an ankle grab when he like basically like could have just snapped uh, Taylor Heineke in half. You know, I hope you know, hope he apologizes for that because that's just that's just mean. Hey, I just hope Taylor Happy Heineke puts out, a, puts out Happy a hit. Hunting. I hope he puts out a hit on That's Brian how it works, Burns right? There should be tells, a hit out. Oh, yeah, no. that's that's what seems like the modern league is going like. So I hope he tells all the other offensive linemen across the league, yo, hold the hell out of Brian Burns. Nonsense. Yeah, you yeah, know, I saw that. Yeah, he uh, Burns tackled Heineke, kind of slid down to his knees. Another Panthers player came over, basically scorpioned him. Probably not the first time. Him. Yeah, probably not the first time. Will not be the last either. Uh, Brian Burns, I wish you nothing but bad things. Fortunately, the Panthers play the Dolphins next week. So probably. the Dolphins are, are like putting up fights against teams. <laughs> right so, yeah, I don't know. So <laughs> anyways, screw, screw the screw Brian Burns. Um, my <laughs> my MVP for the game, none other than Kyle Van Noy. Welcome back. Yeah. I'm happy he's on the team. He had two sacks. He had that uh, that pick six. I mean, great game. He had that he had that sack where he jumped like four feet in the air, came down and like you always see. The defensive player get juked out there, but I, Ryan just can't really move that much anyway. So Vanoy goes up, comes down, still makes the sack. Kyle Vanoy, um, he's kind of been quietly killing it for the team. That's my MVP, gentlemen. Kyle Vanoy, KVN. Matt, are you, you any different? I'm, I'm no different than that, honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, you wrapped it up. You summed it up perfectly, Mike. Thank you. Look, Thank look you. Look at you, Sully. Look at you. I do my best. I wrapped it up like Mac Jones with an ankle. That's what I do. <laughs> Not gonna let it go. Not gonna let it go because that was that was nonsense. That was egregious. So, so Liam, sir, you are next. I mean, I'm trying to stretch and reach here to find somebody else who would be an MVP to try and switch it up, but there really is no other option than Kyle Van Noy. He had maybe the best game of his life. Like this was yeah. an all-time game for Kyle Van Noy. Like I said, every every play he was making it. And to the best of his ability, I've really never seen a dude all over the field like this from an outside linebacker's perspective. He was doing everything. And uh, it, it, other than that, I guess I'd reach for J.C. Jackson because he had it on lock and key. Yep. Yep. Only two targets, locked down half of them. One, one of two, 18 yards he gave up, and he had a pick. That's extremely insignificant for the offense and very significant for the defense. He would be my MVP, but it is Kyle Van Noy. Yeah. Yeah. Kyle Van Noy, five tackles too. Uh, and we have to congratulate Judon got another sack. He of tied course. his career high in sacks. He's got 10 and a half now. Um, oh, little bonus. Uh, Liam and I were talking about Maddie. How many sacks do you think Judon ends up with? He has 10 and a half right now. He has to break 14 and a half to have the most sacks in Patriots. Um, under Bill Belichick. Ooh, that's, that's yeah. a tough, that's a oh, tough yeah. one. I know. I know. I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of the road ahead for the Patriots. Obviously they got Tennessee mm-hmm. on Sunday. Um, the offense, yep. uh, the offensive line has been hit or miss for Tennessee mm-hmm. this year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Same with the bills too. Yeah. And then they have the bills Monday night. You know, we, we, we saw, you know, Indy yesterday, the Indy defensive line at times yesterday, they were getting to Josh Allen yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you know, then Patriots have their bye after. I think he can get the fourteen and a half. I think he yeah. can get there. Yeah, 
I think, I think actually, I think he actually just gets there at 14 and a half. That's where I'd cap it off right there. Yeah. Pretty conservative I th- guess. I think I said, what did I say, Liam? 15, 15 or? Yeah, you said, said 15. 15. 15 or 16. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Because I think they play Miami at the end. I feel like he gets one there. Um, I feel like Josh Allen, Josh Allen runs into one. That's true. Josh Allen will run into a sack or two just because, you know, he does try to keep the plays alive. I think he gets Trevor Lawrence as well. So, yeah, I think he gets like 15 or 16. Oh, I think he's going to feast on Jacksonville, honestly. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Barmore might, too. He's I mean, been great I mean too. call me crazy right now. He has 10 and a half sacks and counting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chandler Jones is the record with 12 and a half. I think he destroys 12 and a half. Mm. I, uh, I'm thinking, and I told Mike this when we were texting, I said 16 and a half sounds like my, my guess. I think it's up there. He can get easily another six sacks. Uh, when you look at the tail end of the season, we played Jacksonville. That's going to be Sac City. Mm, Last Saxonville. game against Miami. Yep. yep. Oh, it's going to be Saxonville for the wrong reason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Last <laughs> game against up. Miami, too. They, the Patriots are going to have hell to pay after that terrible opening. Mm-hmm. They're going to – they know they opened the season pretty shitty, so they're going to end it strong. I imagine this is another big sack game. If Tannehill is – you know, you said the offensive line's hit or miss – Against the Patriots, it usually seems like offensive lines that go back and forth like that are a miss. So mm-hmm. I would say there's another one there. Like you said, the, there are two Bills games. I think he at least gets one in those two Bills games, maybe mm-hmm. two, maybe one and a half if we're counting the half staffs. But I, it seems like so many favorable mashups down the stretch with some pretty poor teams. Even the Colts, Carson Wentz, I love him. But he's always trying to make big plays. We saw it against the Bills, and it always seemed to work out for him. But the Patriots don't make those same mistakes. Me and Mike talked about it, too. He kind of ducked under some dudes and ran for, like, 13 yards for a first down. Mike texts me and goes, yeah, Matthew Judon would have put a quick end to that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, he would have buried Wentz six feet deep. So, like, mm-hmm. I think Wentz <laughs> is going to put himself in harm's way, too. I see him getting 16 and a half at very least. I think All he right, could so push me- 17, 18. Let me ask you guys this, since, since you guys think Judon's going to get the most compared to me. So, does he catch Miles Garrett in uh, leading the league in sacks? Does, Garrett, Miles does Garrett, Garrett have 14? Garrett's at 13 right now. 13. And then behind him, actually, is also TJ Watt at 12 and a half. Does he catch either one of them, do we think? I think he catches Watt, because isn't Watt uh, kind of – is he a yeah, little Watt's nicked up? Watt's yeah. banged up right now. Yeah, I think, he, I think he catches Watt. I don't think he catches G- – I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to say he beats out Garrett because I think that Barmore, the emergence of Barmore is going to make offensive lines, not forget about Judon, but they're going to have to start to slide. They're going to have to do something to try to stop Barmore. And I think Mm -hmm. Judon is going to be the beneficiary of that. So I, you know what? I'm going to go bull. Yeah. I think he catches Garrett. I think he ends, he ends the season with more sacks than miles Garrett. What that number is. It's going to be what it is, but I think he has more sacks than Garrett. Yeah, I'll say. No, I'll be the tame one here. I mean, unless Miles Garrett, you know, misses some more games with injury, I think he's missed one, maybe two. I think, but yeah. unless he misses some more time, because Judon's made of hard-earned steel, pressed mm-hmm. iron, he's not missing a game. So, like, he's got to hope that Garrett misses some games. I think that's certainly a possibility. Maybe he'll try and decapitate another quarterback and get a catcher suspension <laughs> or two. Um, I don't think he catches Garrett just because his main goal 
they're basically just like, go get the quarterback. You're not doing anything else. Like he's fine in run defense, but he's all about sacking the quarterback. You saw his Halloween costume with all the quarterbacks on his cloak. Yeah, That's what he takes pride in. He doesn't really have pride in anything else. Judon's a stereotypical Patriots player where if he had three tackles for a loss and like five tackles and just did his job run defense, it didn't have a single sack, didn't have QB pressures, he would still be like, I had a damn good game as long as we won. Mm -hmm. So – I just think they're different type of players like that. He definitely has the green light to go get the quarterback, but it's not like Miles Garrett. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I like yeah. that. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. I mean, I can I don't know. I'm kind of obviously being a little bit more, you know. I you know, fuck it. Let's no. just see if it happens. I, I like it. I like it. And uh, no, I like it, 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 it'll be close. If, if Garrett misses one game, I will come on here and say he's gonna that'll, be exactly no. Yeah, I'm telling yeah, you, no, that'll, one, that'll game, set him back. one game is all we need. Mm-hmm. And like, because I'm saying he's going to be pushing 18, which means Garrett's probably going to finish. He's usually in like the high teens. And mm-hmm. I think at his best, he was in 20. So like, he's probably going to be at the top of that list as well. It just depends on how much time he misses. Yeah. 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 I'll see it. That, that'll be an interesting thing to watch. Uh, you know, we haven't really had that since Chandler Jones. So it'll be nice to see. Uh, it'll be nice to see a player kind of, you know, get pressure there. Get higher. You got to keep in mind too who Baltimore, um, who uh, Cleveland plays too. They got Baltimore literally back to back games, so yeah. he's gonna be cha- he's gonna be chasing Lamar. Lamar likes to run around, so he might get one there. Yeah, play the ra- but play see, the ra- I, I think that's they difficult because play- it's hard to sack Lamar. Most of them are scripted runs. It is, and if it's a scripted yeah. run, yeah. it doesn't count Ready? as a ta- sack. It counts as a tackle for a loss. They play the they play the Raiders. He's oh, Derek Carr. He's gonna, gonna get to Derek Carr. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yep. And yeah. Then they got the then they got the Packers. They'll he'll get to Aaron. No, he then they got the no, Roger won't get to Aaron. No, he won't get to Aaron. Might get no, like no, a no. half a sack. Might get a half one. Yeah, he won't even sniff Rogers. He won't. Rogers' jersey will be pristine. He'll be able to use his jersey in the next game. It'll be so clean. <laughs> won't even be a bead of sweat on it. Rogers, Rogers is back. By the way, Rogers is doing his thing. He is, um, yeah. Um, oh, we've we've gone far too long without saying, um, guys. Do what? you know who who is in um, sole possession of first place in the AFC East? I think I know. Do you know? Does anybody do, uh, by a show of hands? Who knows? Um, I think I, I think I think we all know. Uh, Maddie, since you're the guest. Um, can you tell us who is in first place in the AFC East? Well, it can't be the Jets because they're they're you know a high school football mm-hmm. team could beat can't them. Be. Can't, uh, be. can't beat the Dolphins because two is their quarterback. Yeah, no, uh, no, no. Let's see. The Bills just lost embarrassing. They lost. Oh, Wakatuo. They lost to the Colts in Wakatuo. So that leaves. So by dog. process of elimination, that's the. Yeah, the, the, the Patriots are in first place. The New yeah. England Patriots are back <laughs> first place in the AFC East for the first time since 2019. The third seed overall in the AFC. You can say it's too soon to start talking about playoff berths. I will not because it matters. Once you start to get you the, the, the closer you get towards the end of the year, the more you got to pay attention to it. I'm paying attention because right now you're starting to see teams kind of come and go kind of the, the cream is starting to rise to the crop. I say that because the chiefs are the four seed. The chiefs are kind of starting to look like the chiefs that we thought they would be. Yeah. The Bengals are still somehow hanging around. Chargers are the sixth seed. You know who the seventh seed is? The bills. The bills. Um, <laughs> I was told all last year and I'm going to continue to stomp on their grave because I I was told that the the Patriots had 
had, you know, changed the guard. They've handed over the mantle. They passed on Captain America's shield. They've given it to the Bills. Um, you guys had like a year and a half and you still couldn't deal with it. You had a first place schedule for one year and you couldn't hold it. And what did that result in? An ass kicking in the playoffs. An ass kicking. An ass kicking. Not kidding. You can dread it, run from it. Destiny still arrives all the same. Thanos said it best. I said it now. The Patriots are Thanos. You are all screwed. Screwed. Snap. Snap, snap, bitch. You don't want to give Belichick this kind of elite. You don't want to give Belichick this kind of situation just because he, he sees it now. He Belichick spots you... other people leads. You don't mm-hmm. spot Belichick lead. No. That's and, bad. And plus, Bel- Belichick knows too right now that yeah. okay, you know Buffalo. You still got to play him twice right now. Yeah, he's mainly focused on Tennessee mm-hmm. uh, this week. Obviously, there's this week's opponent. But the second that he's done addressing the team, addressing the media, all that crap, you don't. He's going to be in his office till like four a.m. or whatever, just studying and hammering any kind of thing he can get on the Bills. Oh yeah, I mean we we know Bill Belichick. He knows mm-hmm. the football math. I don't when he goes to the packy and buys a thirty pack. I don't know how his actual math is or his beer math, but his football math is on point. He's looking at these standings right now, looking at the Patriots in third place, basically tied with the Ravens for wins. They are seven and three. We're seven and four. Mm-hmm. Thinking Lamar's banged up. He missed last game. We're about to play the person in first place at the Titans, which is a very winnable game. Mm-hmm. We are literally one week away from the playoff picture becoming more complete and Bill's seeing this. And he's already thinking about the week after he's thinking about the bye week after we play the bills. And he's thinking about the week after that, we play the Colts. He is crunching the numbers right now. Scary, scary hours for the league. If we're in this deep, this late in the season. I think our bye week too is coming at the most perfect time. Perfect time. Just because, yep. just because you know you got a tough I'm 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 gonna say tough game against Tennessee because you mm-hmm. you don't know what kind of Tennessee yep. team is gonna come yeah, to still, still tough, still you, a tough game. They're you, still first you know, in the AFC. So you know the Bills, yeah, they had no that rivalry. embarrassing loss to in, yeah, they had that embarrassing loss yesterday mm-hmm. to Indy. They're still gonna be that's still gonna be a tough uh place to go and win on Monday night. Yep. And that bye comes and then you're I think it's what the Colts and then Buffalo again, right? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's the Colts. People are scared. Buffalo, People you know. are scared. It's like that bye week is coming right at the perfect time because it's a break between what's probably the toughest uh, stretch of the schedule on this year for the Patriots. And I, they, I get, think they, get a week, they get a full they get a full week, mm-hmm. a full week to get ready for Carson Wentz. You don't need it's a full scary. week to get ready for Carson Wentz, but oh, you do. You need two weeks, but that's fine. No, that's totally fine. Liam, no, no you that's don't. Totally fine. We're Liam, about, no, you don't. Oh, we talk about Wentz though. Oh. We're talking about Carson Wentz. He's out no. there duck hunting. Killing animals and slaying <laughs> They got to figure out Jonathan Taylor more than Carson no, no, Wentz. No, 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 no. Jonathan Taylor was set up by Carson Wentz in that game. Oh it was God. all Carson Wentz. But that Carson Wentz literally just game. handed him off the ball and was like, all no, right, Jonathan, he, he run threw, He threw guys. the ball to him. He, he, had, he had a receiving touchdown. Okay, he threw the ball. Congrats. That's what he's paid to do. Is yeah, and he ball. does it damn well. He's, he's technically an MVP candidate right now. Granted, oh, a far one. A far one. A far a one. No, no, Everyone's no, 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 an MVP no, 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 candidate no, no. Right Carson now. Wentz, by my standings, is fifth in MVP voting right now. Liam, like, Liam, Liam, 
Liam, everyone's yeah. an MVP candidate. No, no. There's no, there's no definitive so. MVP, in, really. In fact, Mike I'm pretty sure talking about it before you came on. Matty B, you were the only one that came on the show. Me and Mike, both two separate times, sent out messages in the group chat. Hey, we're talking Patriots. Who wants to come on and talk about yes, you we know, did. The, the next upcoming dynasty and the team mm-hmm. that's once again killing the league? And crickets, just nothing. And I understand it because we have – Cowboys Fear. fan in there, mm-hmm. and there's some poor, decrepit Bills fan out there that's probably on suicide watch right now. And there's a couple Browns fans in there that are definitely miserable. Why would mm-hmm. they want to come on and talk about the Patriots after they've just steamrolled their team or will soon be steamrolling their team? So, Maddie B being the Patriots fans, like, hell yeah, I'll come on and talk about the Patriots. And he's like, oh, absolutely comes in and he doesn't give a shit because it's not his team, but everyone else, it's scary hours. People are on it alert, is. people know what's good, people are avoiding us. And the Patriots. Spooky season. That's what it is right now. Spooky season isn't about Halloween, ladies and gentlemen. I said it, Maddie. I don't know if you heard. I said it, I think it was a few weeks ago. It is scary hours right now. The Patriots are the Freddy Krueger of the NFL. That's why. You try to hide the You try to forget they exist. You don't say their name. And then you hear the whispers. You hear the, you hear the, oh. Hey, the Patriots got Matt Jones. The Patriots got Johnu Smith. The Patriots got Hunter Henry. Then those whispers, you know what they become? They become yells. They become screams, and they result in number one in the AFC East. That's what that's what happens. Yep. This is what happens. So it's like uh, it's like the movie It, where it's like every twenty seven years or something mm-hmm. like that, it comes back to terrorize yep. the town. Except with the Patriots, it just seems like. Every year, except for one year, and then it was every two years, and now we're back. So now we're back to every year again, and that's just – imagine if it came to town every year. Like, there'd be no one left in that town after, like, three years. Yeah, yeah, you would be be screwed, and that's what the NFL is right now. They are screwed. Um, That's definitely screwed. Yeah. So the, the Pats do, they are, they're killing it right now in their six game stretch. Mm-hmm. They got two games left. Um, they got the Titans this weekend and the bills next weekend. These are probably the two most important games. I think how yes. these two games go will dictate how important the two games after the buy are, which are the Colts and the bills again. So you're going up against the Titans. Um, I kind of want to do a quick little preview on this before we, uh, kind of wrap it up, shoot a little shit at the end, and then and then dip out. Um, I am not as worried about this game because Derrick Henry is not there. When Derrick Henry is not there, um, Ryan Tannehill looks very pedestrian. And on top of that, uh, Julio Jones will not be playing. A.J. Brown um, hurt his ribs. X-rays came back today uh, negative, but still, he is still a little banged up. And Bud Dupree. Uh, Titans linebacker is on IR, so he will not be playing. Um, I'm going to say it. I am. This is almost to me. I'm going into this game almost as confident as I was against the Browns game. If we're being just flat out honest, because I don't think that Ryan Tannehill is very good without Derrick Henry or without a threatening running game behind him. And Adrian Peterson, I'm sorry. I love him. He's my favorite running back I've ever seen. He's no Derrick Henry. He's no Derrick Henry right now. He's no Derrick Henry. So I don't think this one's going to be, uh, going to be really going to be that close. The Titans, they have the ninth worst pass defense. So I think Max Jones is going to surprise people this game because I think the Titans are going to want to stop the run. I think Matt Jones kind of has a little party, throws for like 250, a couple touchdowns. Dare I say another virtuoso? Uh, I, I Honestly, I wouldn't doubt it. The Titans are not great defending the pass. 
They're yeah. not great. Well, we've also seen home. them shut down like Matt Stafford, which is weird. So like they have these anomaly games where they do, but yeah. I, I mean, obviously I'm not going to count on that against the Patriots. Bill Belichick's in John Wick mode right now. He's just going through Merck and yeah. everyone. Yeah. So I'm, oh, yeah. I'm not particularly scared. Schedule. I want to see who. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He is right now. Bill Belichick is pretty much. He's, he's got, he's got all the, he's ready to go. He's sitting there looking at the league. He's like, listen, Vrabel, lost to you last season. I mean, I lost to you in 29. It was embarrassing. Not going to happen this time. There's no Derrick Henry to worry about. Ryan Tannehill, I think Belichick going against Tannehill, having the extra couple days to game plan against him, it's just going to be it's just going to be, you know, icing on the cake cuz he's, he's already seen Ryan Tannehill. Times. Yeah, exactly. I don't think he's worried about it at all. The Titans don't have a particularly easy schedule. Like I'd say it's very middle of the road difficulty wise. After the Patriots, they got the Jags, that's a division mm-hmm. rival. I figure the Jags have to get one more win this season at some point. I don't know if yeah. it comes against the Titans, I think it could. Uh then they have the Steelers, I think that's a loss. I think the Steelers yep. look surprisingly okay. Uh, the 49ers are, you know, always a tough team. They'll run the hell out of the ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, think that, I think they could definitely lose that one. The Dolphins, I think that they get that win. And then against the Texans, they just got clapped by the Texans. Absolutely assaulted. So mm-hmm. uh, I, that's a wild card. I don't know what the hell happens to that one. Usually I think they split. So I think the Titans could and likely will win that one too. But anything's possible with T-Mobile at quarterback. Yeah. You know, I love Tyrod Taylor. So, oh I my think, God, I, I adore Tyrod Taylor. I think he can beat him. Now but, that's um, somebody who I would have loved in a Patriots uniform. Yeah, yeah, kind of, uh, kind of. You kind of got, uh, you got probably the guy that kind of paved the way for him in Cam Newton, kind of. Yeah, uh, you know? Mike Vick, but yeah. Oh yeah, 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 Vic. Because they were on the same uh, high school uh, team, yeah, and then yeah. they went to the same college. And then yeah, he took Mike Vick's high school number to try and pay tribute to him. Yeah, no, they're buddy buddy. Yeah, it's well, all about the slickest, the quickest, the Michael Vick. I love Michael Vick. Uh, Maddie B, Titans. What do you think? How do you how do you feel about this game? I feel good about this game. Uh, like you said, Mike, they got one of the worst passing defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no Derrick Henry, no Julio Jones. Mm-hmm. AJ Brown's banged up. Adrian Peterson's a dinosaur. Okay, well, well, well. Hey, I let let you talk your nonsense. Let me talk my nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jeremy McNichols uh, sucks. Uh, Ryan Tannehill is an average quarterback going up against one of the best defenses in the league. And as long as I do my Sunday ritual, uh, the Patriots should win this since they haven't lost since I've been starting to do this. So. What is that ritual, by the way, Maddie? You kind of teased it with me when you were texting me. You were like, oh, I got to do this ritual now. And I'm like, well, <laughs> hey, don't tell me is, now. Save it for the podcast. But what no, if but it was, this, is by, this, is, this is by far one of the dumbest. This, is, this makes no sense. But since the Panthers, I think it was the Panthers game. Because who did we play before the Panthers? It was the Jets, right? The Jets, yeah. Okay, so I missed that game because I was at the Bruins and Sharks. And the Sharks lost that because, you know, they're the Sharks. But Jacks. The, uh, but the Panthers game. Every Sunday, what I what I always do on Sundays is there's a Dunkin' Donuts right up the road from me. As usual, there's 45 million of these in, in the good old state of Massachusetts. I don't know yeah, what it's right. like Florida. Oh yeah, but, but no, you know. no, no, they're not. They're not. That, there's there's more like Starbucks and things like that. Which Starbucks uh, is still fine, but nothing. Yeah, oh, Starbucks is great Starbucks. on its own. No, it's not. But, Starbucks is terrible. Okay, Liam, you know, read a book once in a while. Um, but it has nothing to do with my coffee consumption. 
<laughs> but they charge eight dollars for a grande, which isn't even a large. It's a medium. It's fuck. All yeah, doesn't make sense. It's floppy bullshit. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. But anyways, anyway, Maddie B. Dunks. Anyway, so there's a Dunks up the road from me. It's shit. It's in the same building as a Seven Eleven. That's important because I go to Dunks. I, I order on the app specifically around. 1230 is when I because you know one one o'clock rolls around. That's when I start really my day basically on Sundays. Nice. Get get the two breakfast sandwiches that I get, get the two hash browns because their hash browns are delicious. Mm-hmm. You know, pay pay yeah. for that, all that stuff. Go over there, pick it up. You pay for it, sucks. I know it sucks, but I'm uh, yeah, so you gotta Big pay corporation, for just walk out, tell them to get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but uh they, so then I walk over I walk to the 7-Eleven coolers. Grab a sub. Grab one of their subs from over there. They're so walk good. through the walk through the chip aisle. Grab a big bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Pay for that. Go home. Watch the you know get through get through the dunk stuff first. Wait a little bit because you know that's that's a lot of food to intake at once. Mm-hmm. Wait a little bit and then have and then have the Seven Eleven stuff. I have been doing this since the Panthers game. Patriots are on the are on a winning streak right now. There's one. I mean, you have to keep going. Yeah, yep. there's one problem with that, Sully. This Sunday, I have to go to a wedding. So that's, not, that's your problem. You find I, so I got to figure, figure out at twelve thirty. How can I do this? Because if they lose on, if they just lose on Sunday, just know it's because I wasn't able to do the ritual. Because I was told, hey, just do it all in the morning, like before you leave the house to head over to the venue for the day. Because I'm in the wedding, so I have to be there extra early. Ooh, but yeah. I, I, as I told Is the it person, open bar. What? Is it open Is, bar? I hope so, but it's a it's at a fancy golf course and uh in a usually good that's the deciding factor if I go or not. My sounds buddy's like, getting married. Like he was it's like, probably a, it's a military wedding, so we'll see. But definitely open it, bar. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's honestly what I'm thinking. If I was in the military, I'd have to drink. So <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> but but you know, it's just if the Patriots lose Sunday, it's because just no, I wasn't able to do it at twelve thirty. I might have to do it at an earlier time. I've never tried it at an earlier time. I don't know if the, if the mojo is the same or not. But if as for the lose, game, I'm be furious at you. I hope you yeah. um, you guys are more than welcome to blow up my phone if they end up losing on Sunday okay. because you guys in I'll reality, you be doing, I'm going to blow you up. Yeah, well, th- th- that's Over fine. Your house. Well, that's well, something's going fine. Well, yeah, you know, we I rent this place, so don't do that. But <laughs> you won't have to pay on yourself. But as for uh, as for the game itself, um, I really, I really don't think there should be too much. There's gonna be an issue because there's Harold Landry on the defensive side of the ball. He's been great this year for the Titans defense. He has. Yeah. But as long as long as Mac is able to do what he's been doing for the past couple of weeks, as long as the offensive line, you know, keeps blocking. Uh, as long, you know, Isaiah Wynn, everyone likes to get get on him because, you know, he is the weakest link of the offensive line, in my opinion. But, 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 no, my, Sully, Sully, shut up. I'm not but. saying anything. I'm just, make, I'm, I'm actively listening. I'm making faces but so you see that I'm listening. He does do a good job. It's just sometimes when, when it's just if he's on point, he's very good. If he's not on, if he's just slightly off, eh, but. Overall, I think I think this game is gonna be, it's gonna be a close game, and I'm hoping the Patriots pull this off because that would that would be great. Liam, you making faces? Liam's just mad that I called Adrian Peterson an old. I, am, I am. I'm not over that. But uh, don't bring are that you, back. I, are you just trying to backtrack 
because you can't do your ritual and you think they're going to lose. So now you're trying to look for an excuse of why they lose. Is Harold Landry the third your difference maker in this he's game? Great for that Tennessee defense. He's today, man. good. I don't think he's a difference maker. Certainly not against Bill Belichick. He's a, he's another piece of the puzzle. Bill's going to move him around. Doesn't even matter. Have you seen? Do you know Harold Landry's stats? I do. I do. I I I, I'm well aware. I know where. I'm sure Miles Garrett has better has better stats than he did. Do not have better stats. And what did what did uh what did Miles Garrett do against us again? Oh yeah, was that a a sack in in the first quarter? Yeah, and then a whole lot of nothing. So I don't, I don't know why you're reaching for Harold Landry. You might as well he's say he's their best say, player on defense. That's why I'm yeah. mentioning him. I'm, I'm more scared of their long snapper than I am Harold Landry the third. I think he's an irrelevant piece. He's a good player. He's having a good year, but there's a difference between having a good year and then having a good game against the Patriots. Don't you know happen. why? You know why I think Maddie's like this? You know, Maddie, because I think I think what you are, what you are, even unknowingly suffering from right now i think that you have an internal fear to be too confident about this team that's what i think it is so i think i think subconsciously i think subconsciously you are trying to just think of a way that the titans could possibly beat the patriots and if one of those ways is would come to fruition it would be the immortal harold landry um who what? hurt you, Matty B? Because it couldn't have been the Patriots because they've, you know, been to six Super Bowls every year during the championship game, except for last year. And even then, they kind of overachieved for the team they had. Why'd you do that? Fear. What do we- it's fear. That's what it is. Fear. Listen, when you're face listen, when you're facing the number one seed in the AFC, you gotta think of all possibilities, no matter true, what. True, true. And I get it. And I get it, Maddie. And you know, the thing is, I understand because I, I thought that too. It. I was like, ah, right, you know what? Let me see. How can how can the Titans do this? But then I bring it back to what I said. I think it was last week. I don't even know if I said it on the podcast. I forget. I talk too much anyway, just in general throughout the week. I was like, I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna be holding myself back about this team. I still think the Patriots are going to make it out of the AFC. I think they're going to be yep. the AFC representative in the Super Bowl. I in don't fact, see I think they team. have a first round bye at this point. I don't like they will if if the if the Patriots beat the Titans and the Ravens lose to the Browns, your New England Patriots will be the number one seed in the AFC. The path yeah, it, to the it, Super Bowl the planets are aligning. The path is being made as we speak. Somebody is in the woods right now carving through a field making a nice mm-hmm. clean path to the ball. Yep. This oh. <laughs> honestly, it's not even uh it, it and the thing is it's not in it, Liam. We've said this before. It's not just a blind bias, whatever Patriots fan thing. If you look at the field right now in the AFC, the Patriots do what you need to do to beat teams. You need to have success running the ball, you need to not commit dumb penalties, which they've stopped doing. They commit just their average amount they do every year, which is six. That's what they've been doing. And you need to um need to have a good special teams, a good you need to cover punts, cover kicks, have a good, have a good uh have a good field goal kicker who uh Nick Folk, ever heard of him? The greatest hero? kicker in the world. A folk hero. Yeah, he's he's amazing, by the way. Um, but no, Maddie, okay, I yeah. do understand though. Um, you know, you know, he's he's definitely someone that Belichick's gonna have to game plan against. The reason I'm not worried once I think that is because I don't even remember the last defensive player that has wrecked a Patriots game. 
Don't give me Michael like Parsons because yeah, Ed like Reed that. Yeah, Ed Reed, uh, I, th- I think really Von Miller did. I think a few like yes. five years ago when uh, when the Patriots were down like twenty-one to three at halftime. And they came almost back came to beat back. The Broncos. Yeah. No, they did come back and win. No, no, it was, was uh, the it was the, uh, the playoff game. Is when they is when they. Oh didn't yeah, but right, I don't I think, think yeah. Von Miller had a big game then. I was thinking no, it was he, the one before. Yeah. He knocked Stephen Ridley out and then picked up the fumble and ran it back for a touchdown. And yeah. The Patriots came back and win because. You know, Peyton's not clutch, and Edelman fucked up the whole game. Or no, Welker, Welker fucked it up. Welker, yeah, yeah, Welker. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think as long as you can, as long as you can keep Mac Jones upright, I think the Patriots' defense is going to handle its business. Um, I think that the the passing game is going to have is going to surprise some people. I think it's going to be a lot more successful than people think. I do think that the running game still gets over a hundred yards just because they do run it so much, but I think the Pats game, I think this is going to be the second virtuoso type performance that you're looking for. They're playing in Foxborough. I believe Um, that's a, that's a big thing. Uh, You know, the Pats really want to show up for the uh, you know, for the hometown crowd. So an amend for that bad start to the season when they couldn't win a game at home. Now they got exactly. the script. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause as of right now, that's really the one thing that people are holding on to about Mac Jones. They're like, Oh, you know, he still lost the first four games at home. And it's like, yeah, you're right. He definitely did his team seven and four right now though. So like, you know, I mean, and now we're I don't blowing know teams out by a record like, margin at home. Yeah. Which, which is ridiculous. That's the thing. People want to, you know, sit there and, and, you know, Whenever a team gets beaten by the Patriots, it's, oh, maybe they're not as good. What happened when the Pats beat the Chargers? Oh, maybe, you know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Now everybody's saying how great the Chargers have been, how great Herbert is. Herbert couldn't do a thing against Belichick. Uh, The Panthers, I mean, granted, it was Sam Darnold, all that. Panthers still have a good team. Everybody, when they lost, the Panthers suck. They're horrible. The Browns, and I know it's the joke to say that the Browns suck this and that. The Browns are a good team. Let's, let's Let's take the nonsense out of it. They're a good team. Um, yeah. Pats, Pats just stomped them, stepped right on their heads. Um, it's just, I, I, I'm not afraid of any team, any team. Um, well, the Steelers, like I was saying to you, no, there's no team that's a complete team like the Patriots. Like no, no team on offense and defense consistently playing. No. Yes, playing as consistently great on both sides. Obviously, the defense is much better than the offense, but the offense has picked it up head and shoulders from where we started. There's mm-hmm. visible improvement. Yeah. Yeah. And Liam, do you remember, I think it was three weeks ago when you said, Mike, why are you so confident about this team? Remember that? I do. Remember that friend? And you know what I said? I said, because I, I, I refuse to believe that the Pats are going to, I think they have to write the ship because you said they have given you no reason not to think otherwise. Exactly. And, and for the most part, they've righted pretty much everything. Now, now when we watch the Pats, it's pretty much just, I go into every game with the same confidence now. If they lose, I'm surprised. It's kind of back that's, to the old days. Yeah, that's how it feels. Uh, Maddie, do you feel the same way? Because right now I am, I obviously not as confident as when Brady was here, but I go into every game saying, yeah, no, the Pats are going to win this one. I mean, based on what I've seen for the past five games, I don't see why they should. I'll be surprised if they lose. Like if they lose to like a last second field goal or something, that's different. Yeah. yeah. Like, let's just say, let, I'm going to play a hypothetical here before, before you two jump on me, but let's do a hypothetical here. That's the only way to get me to stop attacking you when he's talking about Harold Landry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's uh, hypothetically let's say Tennessee comes in here on comes to Gillette on Sunday and just smacks around the Patriots the entire time and you know kind of does what kind of did what Mike Vrabel did did to the Patriots a few years ago. 
I would be surprised by that. That's yes. something I would oh, be yeah. very would be surprised by. Shocked. I would be. That would I, be, that, I, that would, me I, I would text you after the game and be like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Yeah. No, that would, that would make me <laughs> rethink a lot of things. Not, I would still think the Patriots are still great and everything, but that would make me be like, wait a minute. Like maybe they're kind of like we said, um, Liam, I think it was when they were playing the Browns. It was like, Hey, if they lose to the Browns, what does this make you think? X, Y, and Z. If they lose to the Chargers, what would you think? What would you think? Yeah. And it was kind of like, you know, if they lost Luckily, to the Browns. Didn't have to think about that. You can, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I think we both had the same answer. It was like, we kind of sit back and be like, wait, may, okay, let's, let's actually pump the brakes a little bit because maybe yeah. they're not where they are. I have seen nothing. I'm done with waiting for the other shoe to drop. I think this is the Patriots team we have. They're going to run you over. They're going to bully you. They're going to push you up and down the field. They're going to, I think David Andrews said it. I, uh, one of those sights and sounds, I think it was against the Browns. When, ooh, look at that sights and sounds against the Browns. When he was like, uh, we're going to make him play Dr. our football. Over here. It's not, yeah, Dr. Seuss. It's not, uh, it's not pretty. It's not, it's grown man football. They're going to push you around. That's what the Patriots want to do. This is what Bill Belichick wants to do. This is what he did in 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004. This yep. is the same brand of football they're playing, just updated for 2021. I have the, I don't think my confidence has ever been higher in this team in the last year and a half than it is right now going into this Titans game, especially because it's at home, especially because it's at home. Belichick has an ax to grind with Rabel too. I feel I mean, like that's if- something. If they did get blown off the field, my first instinct would be to text Maddie B and say, you never go to another wedding and every Sunday at 1230, yeah. you're at, oh, yeah. you know, it's at 7-11, you're nowhere else. <laughs> In fact, I'm going to monitor and make sure you're at those places. Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I would just be stunned because that's not what you want to see from a team, especially against kind of a rivalry game with this between Belichick and Vrabel. All the players pick up on that. People it, with any football knowledge whatsoever know that Mike Frable was a great Patriots linebacker who caught basically more touchdowns in the Super Bowl than any other Patriots receiver consistently really he, mm-hmm. he was ridiculous but and he was an outside linebacker so if they were to get blown I, I would be petrified because then it's like yeah w- we've been standing in this glass house for the last five weeks talking so much shit to everyone mm-hmm. outside like huh we're winning it all and then all they need is some light pebble to bring us crashing back down because that would be devastating. The Titans are they're a fine team. They're a good team. I think they're a middle-of-the-road team, despite the fact that they're in first right now. Mm-hmm. I think they make it to the playoffs and get bounced in the first or second round, depending on who they play. Yep. If we were to get smoked by them, I get it any given Sunday, but it would just be a huge like deteriorating feeling of, yeah. oh, no, this team <clears throat> is not what we thought it was. It would, it would definitely knock us down because I am – I am – far past the point of no return when it comes to talking shit and kind oh, yeah. of defending this. We are, we are too far gone at this point. I yeah. am. Oh. I have. Mike, Mike was roasting some poor Bills fan on Instagram yesterday. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, found... I've been talking shit to Josie for basically since the Cowboys game and I'll continue to do so. We have to, because you know what you fa- as a fan, this is what it's fun as a fan, because you know, the odds are, which is the funny thing, your season is going to end in heartbreak. We're going to yes. feel like shit. Yep. That, that's, those are the odds. Yeah. But that's what makes it so great because when it does come to fruition, when it does all come together, 
it makes it that much better because you can be like, I was talking to, I, I was saying this shit in week five, week six, week seven, yep. when everybody was hesitant and reluctant to say that, oh, this is a Super Bowl contending team. This is that, this, this team is, you know, X, Y, and Z. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying this is the hill that I'm picking to die on. The Patriots are the best team in the AFC. Um, I don't care. You can say they're not the most talented. They're not the most skilled, but no, just the overall best. There is not a team. And yes, I include the chiefs in this, the chiefs, because if you watch any chiefs game, Patrick Mahomes is throwing to open receivers for the most part. That's what's happening. If you don't blow coverage, or if you can just kind of scheme up a way to kind of contain them, which Belichick has done, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I mean, but that's kind of the point of the Chiefs offense, though, where it's like, as much as you want to bottle them up, they're eventually going to get a big player, too. Mm-hmm. Like, even Bill Belichick, mm-hmm. like, he does as well with Tyreek Hill as any team has ever done. And I still went to a game in Foxborough where Tyreek had, like, 110 yards yep. and two touchdowns against the Patriots. Yep. In the playoffs, he had one catch for yep. 80 yards, and that yep. was all he did. But that one play, they eventually yep. broke through, got him down the sideline, and then they scored on that play. So they're, they're an offense that's just persistent, and they're not going to give up. They're like that. You get in a fight with, like, that big, dumb, dolt, like the stereotypical meathead who has no regard for his body, even if he's not tougher than you, and you knock him down a million times, he's going to get up a million and one times. If you drive away to your house – he'll start walking to your house and get there four hours later. If you drive to California, he'll be there in two months. He's just not going to give up. He's going to keep coming after you. That's this offense with their guys. They're eventually going to break through. They're eventually going to be there. Mm -hmm. And they are an extremely difficult offense to take down. They would be the only other team I'd truly be scared of. Again, I'm I'm not – I want to say the Ravens, but I have less confidence in them now if Lamar's yep. banged up and all their players keep going down. They're basically on their eighth string running back. I'm losing yeah, confidence what? to the Ravens, so I don't know who that next team is here where I'm like, we could lose to who? It's, it's not the Bills. The no, it's, it's not, not the Bills. It's not the Bills. If we see the Bills in the playoffs, later. Yeah, no, I'm not worried. Uh, the Steelers in the playoffs, I'm not worried about. Um, yeah, again, you said like you said with the Chiefs, and the thing is you while you are containing them, that's when you need to take advantage. That's when you need to score. You need to score touchdowns. You need to score yep. often. Um, and you really just need to control the time of possession, which again, that's why I'm not worried about the majority of the teams, because if you can run the ball and own the time of possession, that's how teams used to beat the Patriots when they had Brady back in the heyday. Yep. That's how teams would beat them. The best way to beat, beat a team twice. exactly is to keep, is to not have them on the field. That's really what it comes down to. Um, so, but, Harold Landry, though. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Matty B. Matty B. Honestly, that is probably second to maybe A.J. Brown. The only other thing you have to worry about in this game, I would say. Mm -hmm. And A.J. Brown's heart in this is going to be hurting in this game. He he -hmm. went to the locker room. I think I think he went to the locker room once. Twice. I know he went once. I don't know if he went the other time, but he he might not have went, but he was banged up. Yeah, he's bent. He's Bang banged up. So, oh yeah. Hey, who do you who one, do you think one they put crossing on? route? Duggar puts him in the ground. He'll be back to the locker. Do you think that yeah. they? Do you think they put Jackson gonna, on him? Do you think they gonna, they no, bracket it, him? What do you think? They will put they will they will put JC on him. Yeah. Just and then and just, just to see what happens. If AJ Brown looks like you know AJ Brown when he's healthy, bracket mm-hmm. him with him and Kyle Duggar. There you yeah. go. 
Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think you can put Jackson on because Jackson can recover. He's quick. And honestly, I think if there is the time where, you know, Brown gets over the top of Jackson, you still got McCourty back there. McCourty yeah. still is one of the smartest safeties, at least in the league. You can say he's not the best, whatever. But so I'm not like I'm not worried about A.J. Brown that much. Again, it's kind of one of those things where um, a lot of teams, when they play the Patriots, no matter what year it is, whatever your go-to guy is on offense doesn't always perform. Or even if he gets the stats, yeah. they're empty stats. It's just, he, he it's never kind of the random guys that'll screw us. Yeah. 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 Like it would be, I uh, see. I don't even know. Like I can't even name is, um, is Humphreys, Humphreys, is Humphreys on there? Adam yeah. Humphreys? Right. I think Humphreys, we both said there, Adam right? Humphreys. Adam Humphreys is so. going to have a hundred yard game. Watch. They, they signed yeah. Josh Reynolds too. He could be good. But. Yeah. I, I see. I, I just, I don't know. Nothing about this Titan te- Titans team scares me without Derek. Except Henry. If they had Derek Henry, I'm scared shitless of Adrian Peterson. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Because he can rattle off a good game anytime. Because he is yeah. still Adrian Peterson. But yeah. I just there's nothing on this team that scares me. I, Maddie, you said you thought it was going to be close. I don't think this is a. Rel- I don't think this is a close one. I think this is a. This is another twenty-three to I don't know nine game. That's what I'm thinking. I don't think, you know, whether, I don't know how the scores happen, whether the, the, um, the Titans get a touchdown, miss an extra point, get a field goal, whatever they want to do. I'm going 23 to 23 to nine. I don't think that the uh, Titans break double digits. I got them 17, seven. So I I, I think it's low scoring affair, but they don't do much. I got them 17, seven. Maddie B, what are you thinking? I can tell you the, uh, the Titans uh, wide receiver situation right now for Sunday, most likely. What it, what? All right, so AJ Brown, he's gonna play. He's gonna play unless he seriously can't yeah. go. Oh yeah, he has to. Yeah, he has to. Yeah. Come on, that's their only chance. After eight, okay, I'm gonna name off all the receivers that aren't on IR Jesus. or anything okay. like that. I'm gonna I'm gonna exclude the running backs from this. This is okay. just strictly the receivers. You got Nick Westbrook Akinney. I don't know who that is. Fake person. Yeah, uh, Mark, fake name. CPU. Mark, Marcus Johnson. Don't know who that is. He's pretty okay. Uh, Des Fitzpatrick, he had a touchdown last. He had their only like touchdown last week. I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, I don't maybe know one of those. And uh, Chester Rogers. Okay, Chester guy Rogers. named Chester is not is not beating the Patriots. Um, <laughs> what's their What's their like tight end situation look like? I forget who they have on Anthony Parker. Um, Ferkser's not. He's he's not horrible. Uh, Michael Pruitt, Ferkser, Tommy Hudson. Uh, the running backs are Peterson, Foreman, uh, McNichols, is, who's hurt right now, and then Dontrell Hilliard. Okay. Do you think Anthony Ferkser? Uh, I, I, I mean, so, someone's going to have to do yeah. something. I don't. Yeah, I the that if anything, what you just did there just solidified the fact that yeah, I am not. Um, I'm going to roll. I'm not. Because um, <laughs> I know you guys don't want to score for me. I'm going to roll. I'm going to roll 31 17 New England. Ooh. You think the Titans are going to score 17? I think I, it's going to be mainly field goals with like one touchdown. It'll be like a garbage thing at the end, maybe yeah, or something be, or, yeah. or at the beginning, it, it's either going to happen at the beginning or the end. That's why I think the scoring is yeah, going to happen. I'm, roll, I'm rolling 31, 17, just because, 31, you know, 17. because if just because Foreman's looked good at running back, um, Peterson, okay. as much of a dinosaur as he is, he's looked decent for them. Um, yeah. He's like Frank and, you know, Gore, the guy. And, 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 uh, and Tannehill's going to have to throw the ball. So he's going to have to throw it to somebody. So, Yeah. You know who he's going to throw it to? J.C. Jackson. 
Thank you for being on. Have you guys, if you guys watched that Titans game, the Tannehill looked like maybe a slight step above Miami Tannehill. He, he just, he's not that last game. He, yeah, he's, he's not seeing the field. And then you got to think, not only is he going to have to try to throw to these nameless, like you said, computer generated names that he's got out there, but he's also going to have Jude on Kyle Van Noy. Jawan Bentley is going to murder him. I think, I don't, I think Tannehill gets beat up in this game. I think because he's going to have to pass it. Like you guys say, when you have to pass Belichick's going to blitz. I'm talking about Steve Belichick, little Belichick. He's, yep. he's going to throw some blitzes in there. Not a lot. I think it'll just be, maybe you send one guy in there. I think Tannehill, Tannehill has a rough, rough day. Um, that's, I, I'm trying to think, I can't see any way the Titans win. Like, unless, unless the Patriots beat themselves. Unless the Patriots just lay an egg on the side. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, they have it. They, which again, that's one of those things where I'm, I'm not going to sit there and, and, and expect like the expect the worst or expect something that hasn't happened for five games. It's not who we are. No, no. I mean, like if, if this was, if this was the bills, I mean, and we'll talk about the bills next week, you know, that that's a little bit of a different conversation. Cause I think the bills have a team that can beat you. Uh, I think the Colts have a team that can beat you more than the Titans can, but yeah, the Titans, they're just, they're not a scary team. They're just Ryan Tannehill, AJ Brown and, a bunch of no-name guys that I think the, this Patriots defense can kind of clamp down on. They can shut them down. Um, and I think Mac Jones has a good game. I think, like I said, 250-plus, um, two touchdowns, no picks. I think he has a really good game. I think he has a really, really good game. Um, I think the Pats roll. So so we all have the Pats winning? Yep. Yeah. So if the Pats win and the Ravens lose, next week's podcast is going to be <laughs> – I, I don't, I, I think I might play the role of that, like that Patriots fan that just annoys the shit out of everybody. And is just so over the top confident because if the Patriots get to one seed guys, you're talking about a team that people thought what yeah, I don't, if they get the one seed, do you think if they get the one seed, do you think they, they, they relinquish it? You think they drop it? I'd have to see how everything turns out next week, but yeah, as of right now, I'd you'd be hard pressed to it's tell me to give it up to anyone but the Chiefs. If the Chiefs yeah. rattle up off seven straight wins, more power to them. The thing there. is, with the Chiefs, as long as they finish the same record as the Chiefs, the Chiefs are not going to catch the Patriots in the division. No. Uh, the, like in the uh, in the uh, the um the, the, the division the wins. The, yeah, yeah, because the Patriots right now are five and one in the division or four and one yeah. or something in their division. The Chiefs are like two and four or some yeah. shit like in the that. conference, so, not the it's the conference in the conference, the conference, in, the conference in the conference. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah, there is. I don't. I don't see. I don't see the Chiefs catching them in that regard. They might catch them in records. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a fun season. All I know is that um, this is a huge game on Sunday. If the Patriots lose, it's not the end of the world. It's, it's not, it's not the, end the end of the world. world. But again, it's it's just one of those Try things. Where it just kind of, it just oh, if it yeah no, it it it's just it's one of those things that kind of just knocks you back down to earth. Because right now, I think all Patriots fans um, are kind of on cloud nine right now. Kind of, you know, it's it's our time to kind of shove it in the NFL's face. You had one year, you had one year to to get better than us, and you. 
You couldn't it didn't. do it. You, couldn't you didn't do it. Do you it. let you let Bill Belichick get Mac Jones. You we let, are they are who we thought they were. Exactly. But we let them off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> this is what every NFL team should be saying in their big group chat. Every NFL, every <laughs> NFL GM should be in a group chat without Belichick. And they're like, guys, how how did we let this happen? How did we do this? How you want to crown them? Then crown their ass. I don't. I don't understand. I don't understand. Um, but yeah, you know. Again, uh, I do want to say. I want to say thank you to Couch Guy Sports for allowing us to talk our shit on here. Another big thanks to ShockedEnergy.com. Um, you guys have heard us talk about Shocked Energy the last few weeks. Um, energy drink connoisseur here. Liam needs energy too. I mean, you know, he's he, he's he's working day and night. It's tough being yeah. a pseudo late nights. Fan. Um, burning the yeah. midnight oil burn the midnight oil but but you know what we burn we burn the midnight watermelon shocked box that's what we do so damn right I go to shockenergy.com do cgsn get 10 percent off uh they ship everywhere worldwide so do not worry no matter where you are you will get your energy nice little boost nice little kick to uh to get you through the rest of the season because um the nfl done messed in. up the nfl done messed one. up they did oh they did smooth we, sailing for us we are doing all this without James White, too, which is... I know. Imagine. We would have had the amazing. first seed, like, weeks ago. James White's in the game. I think they beat the... Uh, what team? What game did we say? Was it the Bucks or the Cowboys game? We said James White was in Bucks. The, the Bucks, right? Because they would have went for it on that fourth down. Yeah. 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 Obviously, yeah. the ball would have went to their best player, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think they would have won. But, um, but yeah. So, I got I got nothing else to say. Liam, what's, what's up, bud? Ask Matty B a number. Yeah, Matty B. Uh, the number game. <laughs> well, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. All right. What's your What's your number, sir? One to ten. What, what, what's my What's my range here? I don't know. You said one last time. Don't pick one. One to sixty nine. One to sixty nine. <laughs> uh, one to ten. One to ten. All right. I said one yeah. last time, so let's not do that again. No. no, no. Um. The lucky seven. Lucky seven. My number pick. seven. Okay. What is your least? Oh God. What is your least favorite memory as a Pats fan? Ooh, I'm... I will give my. This is, I will give. This my is answer. easy. This is easy. The uh, first giant Super Bowl loss. The first one. Yeah. 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 That's uh, that. Why? Why that one out of all the other ones? Because there's been a lot. That, see, people say it's easy being a Patriots fan. It is not. The heartbreak is just as worse as how good the success is. Yes. Why is that? Well, one, we would have had the perfect season. Yeah. Two, um, two that was the first time I was ever able to stay up and watch a Super Bowl from start to finish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a shitty, that's a shitty so, way to start, <laughs> to start it. You know. You know, I thought, you know, even after the second Giants Super after the second Giants Super Bowl loss, I thought I was the problem because I was like, all right, they all of a sudden can't win <laughs> Might have anymore been. when I, I, when I stay awake. But then, you know, obviously Seattle happened, Atlanta happened, LA happened. Um, but yeah, definitely that, that first Giants Super Bowl loss just because I mean that David Tyree catch, uh you know, sorry for swearing right there, but you know, that catch right there just it's it haunts me still. Yeah. No, that that sucked. I hated that. I th- like how how did Rodney Harrison not knock that ball? How did how his, you, you know his if arm that, like, was in between his arms holding the ball? All he would have had to do is pull his arm out. 
I don't understand. Pull it upward and knock the ball out. If you watch that play, if you watch that play now in 2021. Over him. I don't get it. Eli Manning would have been called in the grasp. He would have been called down. If if you watch that, that, that play now, they would have called Eli Manning down because Seymour, I think it was whoever like had him by the Jersey was about to pull him down. They probably would have blew the whistle. I don't. Yeah, no, that's, um, that's a, uh, that's a shitty one. Uh, I, other than that, cause that's kind of the, that's, uh, that's, that's the, that's the biggest one. I think I'm going to go all of last season, all of 2020. My work, there's a reason being has nothing to do with the players, nothing to do with anything. 2020 was the first time where I was actively upset and disgruntled watching this team the entire season. It was not fun. I did not have one ounce of fun the entire season. It was just from everything from there not being any fans to just it not feeling weird. It was the first year post Brady. So everything just felt weird. It felt wrong. Not only did it feel wrong that Brady wasn't there, but it felt wrong because it was so weird because of COVID. I just, I would like to wash that memory of that entire season out of, out of my memory. It has to still happen because you need to go through that in order to get to where you are now. I understand that, but that to me, call it recency bias. That's my number two, 2020 as a season, my least favorite memory as a Patriots fan. Wow. Has nothing to do with Cam Newton. Don't. Mm-hmm. I, I see, I see I'm, your face. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking it personally <laughs> at all. I'm not, I'm not even mad. I'm not, I'm not mad. Hey, hey, You're you. disappointed. Yeah. That's the word for it. I, uh, so I'll move on to my, my memory. I, uh, the most, I gotta, I gotta clear my head here. Okay. The, the, the most disappointing memory that comes to mind as a Patriots fan, would be the 2013 AFC Championship game against the Baltimore Ravens oh. when they went to the Super Bowl. There was two players on the Patriots that I would have chopped off a limb for them to get a ring, one of which Danny Woodhead. Forever love that guy. Forever love Danny Woodhead. I really want him to get a ring. Two – the GOAT, men amongst boys, best hands I've ever seen, Brandon Lloyd. Both of them Brandon needed Lloyd. a ring. And Brandon Lloyd, that one year on the Patriots, was just bas- or football porn. Like mm. Tom Brady to Brandon Lloyd. He was, was good, yeah. Was, there are a few sexual experiences in my life that will ever live up to what I watched when I saw Brady connect with Brandon Lloyd for touchdown passes. It was just pure gold. So when I think about how those guys didn't get a ring, and it was a great game. Until the third quarter when Brady threw two picks, both of which went to Donnell Ellerby, and then Ray Rice broke off a fat touchdown run. That was uh, all around just demoralizing, heartbreaking game. Joe Flacco, three touchdowns, no picks, en route to the best playoff performance I've ever seen from any quarterback ever. That made me like the Ravens going into the Super Bowl. And I was just disappointed that the Patriots, that if they had got there, they would have clapped the 49ers and punk-ass Colin Kaepernick. I can't imagine it would have been even close. They could have shut the lights off in that stadium for two days. Colin Kaepernick would not have brought them back in that game against that Patriots defense. 
we still had Vince Wilfork, who very much, very much deserved a ring at that point. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just think there are so many guys on that team that deserved a ring. That was a complete all-around team. It was devastating, especially a team that we had beat the Ravens the year before, and then we beat them the year after that, too. And for them to just get it that year was was brutal. What was the um, – I think I, I'm trying to think of where I was during that game. That was – that was exactly not fun. Was. Yeah, no, that was not fun. I think was it was it in I'm trying to look. Was it 2010? Yeah, that was when what like the first play of the game Ray Rice broke off like a whatever 90-yard touchdown. No, that was the right? Billy Cundiff game. That was the, the Patriots won that. No, they lost the one I'm thinking of then. Then then that's not the same one that. It's not the same. Yeah, one. no, the one that we're Ray Rice talking about, Mike. Ray Rice had the touchdown on the first play against the game where Billy in the game that Billy Cundiff missed the field goal. So I'm no, about the no, year. they lost 33, 14. The Pats lost that one. The one where Ray Rice had a touchdown on the first. Yeah. Play. 83 yard touchdown. That was a wild, that was a wild, that was a wild card game. That's that was what it was. It was the wild card game. game. Yeah. 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 The Billy Cundiff game? one was later. The Billy Cundiff one. So was, Billy uh, Cundiff was, was one was the one to go to the Super Bowl. Yep. Yes. Yep. 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 Okay, yep. Yep. Never mind. So yep. okay. So I just yeah. blended them together here. It was 2013, though. I guess it was yep. a wild card. But yeah, no. Brady threw two picks, both to some relevant running back, but <laughs> yeah, they, to um, a relevant linebacker. I mean, yeah. Uh, oh, uh, remind me, but not now. I'll do it at one point. I have a funny Danny Woodhead story. Um, it got it got very. It just it just got it got. I adore Danny Woodhead. It got, it got actually, you know what? I'll tell the story now since it's our and then and then we'll sign off. So it was when um, I was with my girlfriend, who's now my wife. I forget when it was. But we were together nice. for like Locked five, six up. years or something. Locked yeah, yes, that. sir, yes, sir. <laughs> she put a ring on it. Um, <laughs> she yeah, she it liked it, so she so she put a ring. We were we were we were watching. It was I think it was Easter. It was some holiday. We were at her grandparents' house. It was grandparents family cousins her dad her mom we were all in the basement watching the watching the patriots danny does woodhead he, does he threaten death upon you or is it um no but he is a, he's 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 an intimidating man cool. um but we danny woodhead some catch i forget what happened right everybody's like yeah danny woodhead blah blah so i'm sitting there and i go oh yeah everybody loves goodhead so it was, I get awkward just saying it now. It was one of those things where I could see the words leaving my mouth. And I remember it just got silent. I stayed looking right at the TV, right at the TV. Mind you, I think at this point I was like 19 too. So it wasn't, this wasn't like, this wasn't like now, Mike. No, this was, see your guys' faces right now. I, I am living secondhand because I didn't even, it just in my head. Danny Woodhead, Danny Goodhead. He's good. So I took out the wood, but I wasn't even talking about actual head. No, it was not sexual. It was just, yeah. Oh, so you everybody. took out the wood, huh? Wait, so yeah. you're talking about good I took head out and the wood. took out the wood, huh? As I was saying it, to this day, I'll think about it probably once a month and I will get in, I will get anxious. I'll get, I was like, oh, <laughs> like right as I said it, I was like, this was, this was not, this was, well, how did we get here? <laughs> Want to get away? That commercial? Yeah. Yes. Was, it <laughs> was like uh, the beginning of the movie where it's like, freeze frame. You're probably yeah. wondering how I ended up here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, I don't need, now I don't know if it, like this, this might just be in my head. It felt like everybody in the room went. Oh my And God. turned and looked. I don't think that's what happened, oh. but I know some people did. 
I don't think anybody left, if I remember <sighs> correctly, except maybe me. But it was a like, horrible good head, get it? Uh, everybody loves Goodhead. Like, and I was like, as I was saying, I was like, mm, probably better not. Shouldn't you're looking have. over at the girlfriend like fist bump. She's he was like, sitting next ah. to me too. Didn't look at her, just straight ahead. I do remember yeah. distinctly just looking right at the TV, just like that, just set it and just but then the next this. play happens. Mike's like, whoo, what a good play that was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's that oh. there's that there's that Danny Woodhead again, huh, guys? Remember that joke? <laughs> So yeah, so that's, that's my Danny Woodhead. That's really story. bad. That's um, really bad. That yeah. is super, super yeah. bad. I no, my palms are sweaty just saying it because oh. that's how it was not fun. That's it was not fun so for fun. me. Um, but yeah, anyways, guys. So that was story time with Tuck Rule Takes. Um, guys, you have any parting words before we get out? I have to pee. There we go. Okay. Then on that note, um, for <laughs> Liam McDade, for Maddie, Maddie, don't call me two T's, Maddie B. Um, I am Mike Sullivan. Guys, this was Tuck Rule Takes. We'll see you next week, hopefully after a Patriots win. Let's go. First place. Sweet feet. Good head. Sweet feet.